Simple SEP 401k, what a mess of words and letters. I just want to save money and save for retirement. Is that possible? We'll find out today on Accounting for You. Welcome to the Accounting for You podcast, brought to you by the accounting firm of Adkins and Reynolds CPAs. This podcast is designed to provide relevant tax and accounting information to help you and your business succeed. If you enjoy listening in, please like and subscribe to our channel. Now, on to the show. So welcome back to the Accounting for You podcast, episode number nine, where we're talking today about saving money on taxes and saving money for retirement. I think that's a pretty good idea, wouldn't you, Jay? Money in your pocket, not in the IRS's pocket, is always a great idea. <laughs> well said, sir. All right, so we're going to be talking about some 401ks. We're going to be talking some simple IRAs, some SEP IRAs. Like we said in the introduction there, that's just a mess of letters, words, numbers, and everything, and can really boggle the mind, uh, including our mind, if we don't keep it straight. So it's, it's, very, it's not overly difficult, but hey, that's why we're here to maybe dispel some rumors and myths and we're going to get this taken care of. So first off, we're going to be talking about the simple IRA. And Jay, what do you got on a simple IRA? Well, the simple IRA, um, you're looking at the one where you can contribute the least to it, uh, but there are some advantages to it we'll go into. Uh, The max contribution for 2023 is going to be $15,500 for everyone under 50. Uh, Once you reach 50, uh, you are allowed a a catch-up contribution of $3,500. The way the simple works is for the employer, the company can match uh, up to 3% of employee contributions, uh, and then they also have... Uh, the option uh, that they can lower that uh, to 1% if they choose uh, in any two years out of five calendar years. Uh, We find that a lot of uh, employers like to go ahead and do the 3% and not change it. It's pretty simple to do that, and it helps the employees out a little bit. The second option they have, instead of the 1% to 3%, is they can do a non-elective contribution equal to 2% of each eligible employee's compensation per year. In this option, they must contribute the 2% even for the employees that are not making their own contribution. Mm -hmm. Uh, You can switch between the match option and the non-elective contribution option each year. Um, We'll take a look at who is eligible as an employee. Um, those who have earned at least $5,000 per year during any two preceding years and who are expected to earn $5,000 in the current year. Uh, The amounts contributed are immediately vested, which means when it goes into the account, it all belongs to the employee at that point. So the important thing to remember there as a business owner, if someone you you know if you, if somebody quits or you have to fire somebody and you have money matched that you've put in there, you don't get that back. That's theirs immediately upon you know payment over to their account. So yes, um, it's not yours to come back. So. It is vested immediately as soon as it hits the account. Now the timing of setting up a simple IRA plan. Uh, you can set one up. Uh, the, the basic rule is from January 1st through October 1st of a year, provided you did not previously maintain a simple IRA plan. This requirement, though, does not come into play for a new business that may have started after October 1st. If that's the case, then the new business has to set up uh, a plan as soon as it is feasibly possible uh, for the current year. Uh, If you previously maintained a simple IRA, 
uh, and you are setting one up, you can only do that on January 1st of the year that you want to make it effective. Yeah, so the important thing there on setting up these simple plans, if you're an existing business and you've never had the simple plan, you've got to have it done before October the 1st, otherwise you can't do it. So this isn't like a December tax planning measure. They're going, hey, let's set up a simple plan for the year. This has got to be kind of thought out ahead of time. It's got to be done before October the 1st of that current year to get it in place. Yes, this has uh, is set up a little differently than some of the other plans we'll talk about later that have a little more flexibility. Uh, but yes, this does have some strict rules as far as when the plan can be set up. Now, some pros and cons of the simple IRA, uh, easy and inexpensive to set up and operate. Uh, employees share responsibility for their retirement. They are contributing uh, along with the employer. Um, some plans are going to have discrimination issues that you'll come across. The simple does not. No discrimination testing required. Um, a con inflexible contributions uh, that are made. And probably the biggest one, if you want to contribute more money, this has the lowest contribution levels of the retirement plans we're going to talk about today. So if you want to contribute more than the money we talked about in the beginning, you may want to consider one of the other options we're going to talk about today. All right. So we've got the simple IRA down and the next one is called a SEP, Simplified Employee Pension IRA. And I think we have a lot of clients that use these, especially if they're like sole proprietors uh, that have a Schedule C business will actually have a SEP IRA that they're doing because the benefit of the SEP IRA is you can make contributions all the way up until the due date of your tax return, and that includes those extensions. So uh, max contribution in 23 is actually $66,000. So you can stock a lot of money back if your income's up there because it's really right at 25% of compensation. And there's some calculations there if you're self-employed. It's not exactly 25%. We're not going to go into calculations today. That's call us and we'll talk about that. But if you've got employees, up to 25% of their gross pay is what you could put into their uh, SEP IRA in the year. Um, employees are eligible if they're over the age of 21. They've worked for the employer at least three of the last five years, and they've got at least $750 in compensation in the year. So the rules are not overly complicated, and you can actually use less restrictive rules if you want. The IRS allows that, but you can't use more restrictive rules, which that's that seems like a really... <laughs> It seems like a really big gray area to me, but hey, you can be less restrictive if you want. Um, and like I say, the timing of the plan, you could set up this SEP for uh, your employees all the way up to the due date of your tax return. So if you've got a, um, a S-Corp, you've got all the way up until what, March 15th? Yes. And you've got, uh, if you're an individual with employees, like a sole proprietor business, you've got all the way up until April the 15th. But if you file that extension, you can make those contributions all the way up until the due date with the extension. So you're looking at September and October. So if you wanted to go that route, um, you know, that's a pretty long time to maybe save up, you know, you know, save up some money to do that. Uh, but it has to be uh, equal. You can't do... 10% for Joe and 5% for Fred and 10% for me, the owner, you've got to keep it all equal. You've got to keep your percentages equal, which can be an issue 
right? I mean, if you've got somebody, a business owner may not want to do 25% for everybody. Right. And I find with my clients that some do utilize this, and it's really nice to be able to contribute the bigger dollar amount uh, when they've had a successful year. They want to reward employees. Um, I love the feature that you can make it after the year end where the employer knows exactly where their year stands, how much money they've made. Uh, so it gives them a better picture uh, of where they're at. Uh, so I find that there are some clients that really like this one, do it every year because of the bigger dollar amount, especially. Yeah. But again, some smaller employers that want to get more money in their business owner's pocket, they may not want to use that option just because if they're putting in 20% for themselves, they've got to also do 20% for their employees. And sometimes business owners don't want to give that much in a retirement benefit maybe to, to employees. So some pros and cons here we've got, we're easy to set up and operate. I mean, there's really very little to set up. Uh, you've got to have written plan and all that in your documents, but um, low administrative costs, the uh, contributions annually are flexible. And this is good because, you know, cash flows up, cash flows down. You maybe could still contribute some. And the employer must contribute uh, all or equally for all those eligible employees. And this is for employer contributions only. Employees cannot contribute themselves pre-tax or anything to that, to that plan. So uh, that's kind of the rundown on the SEP IRA. So, all right, we got next uh, is the bigger, maybe bigger, more complex plans. And those are the 401k type plans. So. What you got on that, Jay? Uh, with a 401k, um, you know, we set that up. You have a max contribution for 23 of 22,500. Again, if you're looking at the over 50 year olds, there's an additional 7,500 for that. Uh, traditional 401ks do allow uh, eligible employees to make pre tax uh, elective deferrals through payroll deductions. Uh, you also have the simple 401k plan. Uh, that you can use that's cost efficient as a way to provide retirement benefits to your employees without the rule of uh, annual non-discrimination. Because that's another thing with a 401k plan yes. that we didn't mention is there's a lot of testing that has to be done by you know a, an administrator where you've got to make sure you're not discriminating against employees and how much you're matching and contributions. So, so Yeah, that yeah. is a great benefit to not have to worry about the discrimination rules. Um, uh, and employer contributions uh, also have to be immediately vested in this, as we discussed before. That means that the money all belongs to the employee as soon as it goes in. Uh, employer contributions to a simple 401k are limited to either a dollar-for-dollar dollar matching contribution, up to 3% of pay, like the simple, or a non-elective contribution of 2% for uh, pay for each eligible employee. Uh, no other employer contributions can be made to a simple 401k plan, and employees cannot participate in any other retirement plan of the employer. Uh, the maximum amount that can go to a simple 401k, uh, again, is fifteen five in 23 with the $7,500 catch-up uh, for over 50s. Uh, the total employer and employee contributions uh, to the plan have to be the lesser of 100% of the employee's contribution or $66,000, again, for calendar year 2023. Uh, there are some pros and cons to this one also. 
the plan is not subject to the discrimination uh, rules that apply to the regular 401k. Uh, again, the employees are fully vested in their money. Uh, straightforward benefit formula to calculate allows for easy administration, uh, optional participation uh, loans, uh, or I'm sorry, optional participant loans and hardship withdrawals add flexibility for employees under this version. Um, no other retirement can be maintained, that was one of the cons. And withdrawal and loan flexibility adds administrative burden for the employer. Yeah, so a big thing, though, difference in the simple IRA that we're talking about and the simple 401k, the simple 401k allows employees to take loans out of their money or hardship withdrawals, where the simple IRA itself, you can't take a loan out of it. There's only You can only take an early with cash withdrawal out of it, which causes tax and all that. So that's one benefit, certainly, of the uh, simple uh, 401k that uh, you may not may not think about there uh, because sometimes, you know, people have issues where they need to get their money and they don't want to pay tax currently on it. And so they can get the loan out of there and, and help themselves out. So, um, so we've got a lot of things going on here. We've got the simple IRA that we're talking about. We've got the SEP IRA that we're talking about, um, the simple 401k, and even to the 401k, which we didn't get too deep into that. That's a that's a much heavier burdensome plan for people to, to deal with, especially smaller businesses. But the important thing to remember is with all these numbers and limits and rules, that's where yeah, that's where we come in and we can work with you and help you figure out maybe what's the best retirement vehicle uh, and 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 with the tax savings to see where we can actually help you and where you can save tax dollars because not all of these plans would be uh, beneficial for you know you as a business owner uh, based upon certain criteria you know we could certainly take a look at that for you yeah different clients uh, depending on what they're looking for uh, how much money they may be making how much money they're looking to contribute who they want to contribute for. Uh, there's a lot of different uh, ways that we can help you depending on the client's specific circumstance. Right. And that's kind of part of our tax planning services here. We're going to look at your business. We're going to look at you as an individual and kind of put it all together in one picture and see what we can do to help avoid taxes and maybe save money for some retirement plans. So do you have anything else you want to add to this one, Jay? Uh, just that as we've gone over in these, uh, these uh, retirement plans are all very different. Uh, it's something you just don't want to jump into and throw money at without the, the help of someone who can advise you. on And we are just those people. Absolutely. <laughs> so don't hesitate to give us a call. So, all right, well, we appreciate you joining us for the Accounting for You podcast, and we'll see you next time. Thank you for taking time today to listen to our podcast. We appreciate listeners like you and ask that if you enjoy what you hear, please like and subscribe to our channel to ensure you receive the latest episodes as soon as they come out. If you have any questions about the topic we discussed today or would like more information on becoming a client, please do not hesitate to contact our office by visiting arcpas.com or theaccountingpodcast.com.